Hey, good to see everybody. Thursday night is here. Hope you're doing good. I was reading a couple. Uh, well, first of all, let me don't, never forget the YouTube thing. We're going to be cutting our YouTube link in five, four, three, two, one, roughly. So just get off of YouTube. Go to uh, blackrobetv.com, timelightly.com, Rumble, or Facebook. We are still live, believe it or not, on Facebook. Pray that they'll be too confused to ever find us in Jesus' mighty name. I was reading a few Facebook replies from Canada. And I just want you to know in Canada that I love you. I love you guys up there. I really do. You are the impressive ones, the ones that are standing up in Canada. It's easy to stand here in Florida. It really is. I'm sitting here in Inglewood, Florida, on the west coast of Florida right now. And I want you to know that you have my solidarity. You have my utmost respect for those of you that are standing in Canada. Maybe there's a few people watching in Australia. For those of you that are standing there, that's where it takes some brass you-know-whats to stand. And I just God bless all of you that are standing, all of you in Canada. I love you. God bless you. I stand with you. If you want, send me a prayer request. I'll pray that God gets you across the border. Just move to Florida. Maybe you guys can start claiming asylum like all the people from Mexico that aren't really from Mexico that cross through Mexico. Maybe you can just claim asylum here in the United States. You know, you have a, you have a talk about a totalitarian, tyrannical government under Justin Trudeau. You might as well try to, not that Biden's any better than Trudeau, but we have states that are better than Trudeau. We have governors that are better than Trudeau. Greg Abbott, Ron DeSantis, Christy Nome, a few others that are great governors. Maybe you can move to one of our states. Seriously, if you're a Christian in Canada, maybe it's time to move. But even if you don't, love you. Love Arthur Pulaski up there. He's one of my heroes in the faith. Other pastors that have been arrested up there, you're my heroes in the faith. And you Christians that are standing up there, you're my heroes in the faith. You're doing what's really hard. It's easy to stand here in Florida because Rodney Howard Brown paved the way for all of us to stand by taking the arrest that backed off the government. And now we are free to stand. And that's what's needed. You need a big name to stand in Canada. Arthur Pulaski's done it. Now he needs a few others. All right, we're going to switch to um, switch topics here for just a minute. I want to look at the Biden judiciary system under Merrick Garland, who is the most tyrannical, absolute socialist, communist, brown shirt attorney general that we have ever had in our lifetime, ever. I mean, every, every last thing the man does is absolutely out of the Goebbels Nazi propaganda playbook turn the FBI, not the FBI already pretty much was the brown shirts for the Democratic Party. Now they most certainly are. Tucker starts to break this down. We're going to look at several videos. Play the first one for me. When a political race comes down to a single philosophical question, the race for governor in Virginia has. Here's the question. Do parents have a right to control what their children learn in school? Really simple. Now, the man running as a Democrat for governor of Virginia, Terry McAuliffe, says parents do not have that right. Watch. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. But, you know, teach I get really tired of everybody running down teachers. I love, I love our teachers. teachers. And what they have well, done through COVID, these are real heroes that deserve our respect. So when he said that, it seemed like a gaffe. Really? Parents don't have a right to influence what their children learn in school, schools that they pay for? But it turns out it's not a minority view. Virtually the entire Democratic Party agrees. The Washington Post agrees with Terry McAuliffe. They published an op-ed entitled, quote, parents claim they have the right to shape their kids' curriculum, period. They don't. 
Polls in Virginia show that parents disagree. So this has become a defining issue, not just in Virginia, but nationwide. The DOJ, as you're well aware, has launched criminal investigations into parents who dare to question their school boards. That's why on Capitol Hill today, several senators called on the Attorney General of the United States, who is a total sleazeball, to resign. Watch. That letter and those reports were the basis for your... No, this no, is, Senator. This is that's wrong. Shameful. Judge, that's, this is shameful. This, here, this testimony, your directive, your performance is shameful. That's not... Th thank God you are not on the Supreme Court. You should resign in disgrace, Judge. General Garland, you have weaponized the FBI and the Department of Justice. Your U.S. attorneys are now collecting and cataloging all the ways that they might prosecute parents like Mr. Smith because they want to be involved in their children's education and they want to have a say in their elected officials. It's wrong. It is unprecedented to my knowledge in the history of this country. And I call on you to resign. Now, of course, what they're talking about there is that the National School Board Association, which, by the way, I had it for the show, but I didn't have time to get to it. The National School Board Association wrote a letter to Joe Biden saying that they were scared of threats from, t from parents that were, going, that were attending school board meetings and publicly speaking at the school board meetings. They were scared because parents were making threats. Again, I reiterate... There has never been a truly documented threat. There's no police reports. No harm has come to any school board member whatsoever. No parents have showed up at a school board member's house. Nothing. And so the National School Board Association, the NSBA, if you ever see that acronym, wrote a letter to Joe Biden saying that they were being threatened by parents going to school board meetings that were protesting their kids being brainwashed into CRT, which you saw evidenced at one of the videos at the beginning of the show, what we call the pregame, in the pregame of our show, where you see a man being crowned homecoming queen. Okay, that is what parents are protesting. So the NSBA writes this letter to Biden. Biden gives it over to Merrick Garland, at which time Merrick Garland, who is the attorney general of the United States, the most tyrannical in history, he, he enlists the FBI to create a database and start tracking parents at these school board meetings. That's what Josh Hawley was talking about. That's what Senator Tom Cotton was talking about. He and, Lee, and now also to give this more context, Merrick Garland's son-in-law, the man married to his daughter, sells CRT trainings to school boards. So Merrick Garland uses his Gestapo, the brown shirts under Christopher Ray, which is all the FBI is now. They are simply a arm of the Democratic Party to go after people with MAGA hats on. That's all, symbolically or in reality. That's all the FBI is. The FBI needs to be dissolved. Absolutely dissolved if we want to create a national police force of some sort for anti-terrorism reasons, things like that, fine, but it cannot be under the current construct of the FBI because the FBI is nothing more, I repeat, nothing more than the brown shirt Gestapo of the Democratic Party. I want you to think of one thing the FBI has done 
that is in any way, shape, or form trampled on the political agenda of the Democratic Party. Conversely, think of it in terms of what have they done to trample on the political agenda of the Republican Party. So again, this is an example of that. It is certainly conservative, certainly sort I don't even like to necessarily use the word Republican because many Republicans are nothing more than bent need libtards themselves. However, it's just for the ease of conversation. You will not find the FBI investigating Democrats at all, but you will most certainly find the FBI investigating almost solely Republicans. That is the way that it is. So Merrick Garland enlists the FBI to put together a national database and to investigate parents that are speaking. You have It's an open forum at school board meetings. You up there, you have your two minutes. That's what parents are doing, and that's solely what they are doing. So he is, he's enlisted the FBI to investigate crimes that have never nor will ever uh, occur. So here's Ted Cruz. Now, this is one of the most prolific eviscerations I've ever seen, and I've watched thousands of videos. This is Ted Cruz versus Merrick Garland. Play it for me. How many incidents are cited in that memo? I have to look back through the memo. I okay, can't count it. You don't know. How many of them were violent? Again, the, the general report. How many of them were violent? Do you know? I don't know. You don't know. And there's a reason you don't know. Because you didn't care and nobody in your office cared to find out. I did a quick count just sitting here. During this hearing, I counted 20 incidents cited. Of the 20, 15 on their face are nonviolent. They involve things like insults. They involve a Nazi salute. That's one of the examples. My God, a parent did a Nazi salute at a school board because they thought the, the, the policies were oppressive. General Garland is doing a Nazi salute at an elected official. Is that protected by the First Amendment? Yes, it is. Okay. 15 of the 20 on the face of it are not violent. They're not threats of violence. They're parents who are unhappy. Yet, miraculously, when you write a memo, the opening line of your memo, in recent months, there has been a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence. You know what? You didn't look and nobody on your, on your staff looked. Did you even look up the 20 instances? As I testified, the decision to make uh, send a memo is for an assessment. Did you look up the 20 instances? I did not read. Did anyone on your staff look them up? I don't know the answer, but it's uh, not But of course memo. you don't. In general, there's a reason. Look, you started your career as a law clerk to Justice Brennan. You've had many law clerks during the year, during your time as a judge. I was a clerk to Chief Justice Rehnquist. I'll tell you what, if I drafted an opinion for the Chief Justice and walked in and it said, there's a disturbing pattern of violence. Well, Ted, how do you know that? Well, I got an amicus brief here who claims it. You would fire a law clerk who did that. You're the Attorney General of the United States. This was not a tweet you sent. This is a memo to the Federal Bureau of Investigations saying, go investigate parents as domestic terrorists. That is not what the memo says at all. Hey, Aaron, when you can, kind of give me that last two, three seconds of Garland talking there, because I'm going to say something about it in a second, see if you can get that for me, because I'm going to make fun of him. So there's the thing. 
How he Ted Cruz? Now, what Ted Cruz is talking about is the memo that Merrick Garland drafted, enlisting the FBI to be the brown shirt Gestapo of the Democratic Party to go out and create a federal—I repeat, a federal database collecting the information on parents who are pro- legally protesting, legally speaking, under the First Amendment. You have the Attorney General enlisting the FBI to create a federal freaking database of parents legally speaking under the First Amendment and also the FBI actually conducting investigations into alleged threats that never occurred nor will ever occur. This is right out of the Democratic Party playbook. They always claim things exist that do not exist. COVID is an existential threat to your life. A white police officer is an existential threat to a black man's life. There is climate change that's going to cause New York to be underwater by 2014. That, of course, was predicted and, of course, never happened, predicted by one Al Gore. They always predict things and they always say things are going that say things are going to happen that never actually do, that actually ever occur. And they always accuse people of doing that which they've never done. So he's asked, how many violent incidences? The man creates, just like Ted Cruz said, this was not a tweet. You sent a memo enlisting the help of the Federal Bureau of Investigations, our one of our national police forces, to create a database and investigate crimes that never occurred. Not only crimes that never occurred, instances that never occurred. So he, how many how many actually how many violent acts were there, Merrick Garland? He answers, I don't know. So Ted Cruz answers, well, there was, fi- there was 20 total, 15 of which have no semblance of violence whatsoever. In re- but Merrick Garland bold-faced lies, because that's who he is, just like Joe Biden, just like Kamala Harris, just like uh, Barack Obama, just like Anthony Fauci, just like Francis Collins of the NIH, just like Rochelle Walensky, pimping and whoring vaccines. They are bold-faced freaking liars for political reasons, for their own personal wealth and their own personal power. That is all that it's been about, COVID-caving pastor from Canada, from the United States, from Australia, COVID-caving Christians and COVID-caving pastors. This is what it's been about from day one. As much as Merrick Garland's National School Board Association memo is a lie, the response to COVID-19 globally is a lie. And it has been from day one. Masks do nothing. Lockdowns do nothing. The vaccines are either either do nothing all the way to deadly. That's all that it's been about from day one is marking you, controlling you, distancing you, and even possibly killing you to lower the Earth's population. 
So Merrick Garland bold-faced lies and writes to the FBI, there has been in recent months a disturbing spike in violence towards school board members. Of which, so how do you write that sentence when the answer to your to the question from Senator Ted Cruz of how many incidences were there, and your answer is, I do not know, but then you write the sentence, in recent months there's been a disturbing spike. Do you see how demonic these people are? And I know that I use these two verses every single podcast, but they work every time and they are applicable to the Democratic Party here in the United States, Justin Trudeau's party in Canada, Scott Morris's party in Australia, Dan Andrews' party in Australia, the WEF and Klaus Schwab and John Kerry and everybody else involved with the Great Reset, Prince Charles. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning. They all are. They proliferate abortion to the tune of 60 million babies per year. And then they're talking about 5 million COVID deaths. During the time where there was allegedly 5 million COVID deaths, these people have butchered in, in and out of the womb 100 million babies in the last 20 months, as well as caused the starvation from their lockdowns of 300 million people as of May of this year. That's who these people are. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. That's who Merrick Garland is. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, not holding to the truth. Hey, Merrick, how many violent acts are you referring to? Uh, I don't know. For the, he, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies... He speaks his native language because he is a liar and the father of lies. And Jesus says, yet because I tell you the truth, I can show you graph after graph, statistic after statistics, that vaccines don't work, lockdowns don't work, vaccines are killing people. Yet because I tell you the truth. There are people who will not believe it because it's the truth. Because the truth violates their own personal power perverted agenda. Like Merrick Garland. Like Joe Biden. Like Justin Trudeau. Like Boris Johnson. Like Angela Merkel. Like Emmanuel Macron. Like Scott Morrison. Like Dan Andrews. Like Kamala Harris. Like Joe Biden like Anthony Fauci, like Francis Collins. They are liars and they are of their father, the devil, and they are murderers at heart and liars out of their mouths. That's who these people are. He asked Merrick Garland, did you look up the incidents? Absolutely not. But then he writes to the FBI, there have been many incidences. That's who these people are. Understand, we do not need to be ignorant of the devil's devices. The devil's device, since he is, his native language is lying, is that these people are bold-faced liars. Pray this with me right now. Lord, expose the lies. Holy Spirit, go get them. Go get them, Holy Spirit. 
expose their lies publicly that even the mainstream demonic media has to report it. We pray this over all of these that I mentioned in Jesus' name. We need to, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalteth itself up against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 6. That is how we war. And just so you know, that is how we win in Jesus' name. My message and my preaching are not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. That's how we will turn this country and this global war around in Jesus' mighty name. Yeah, play that for me, Aaron. I want to show you something. Listen to this guy. As I testified... The decision to make uh, the send a memo is for an assessment. Did you look up the 20 instances? I did not read. Did anyone on your staff look them up? I don't know the answer, but it's uh, not uh, But of course memo. you don't. In general, there's a reason. Look, you, uh, you started. Back to me. I just wanted you to hear his voice because here's who I think of when I think of Merrick Garland. I think of the typical bent-kneed, ankle-grabbing, COVID-capitulating COVID Ark Church pastor. Sounds just like that trying to sound like you're some sort of purveyor of common sense and love when you're actually simply a coward because they tell you to jump. Anthony Fauci tells you to jump and you sent your simple responses. How high that's who you really are. Now this is the kind of behavior that ends up being licensed because of beta male cowards and tyrants like Merrick Garland. Play the next one for me. I just want to remind everyone this is a business meeting of the school board. It is not a meeting that belongs to the public. Each speaker is asked to state his or her name and address for the record. Failure to do so will result in an individual not being allowed to speak. John, can you give us your name and address, please? Um, my name is John Wicklin. I live in Mankato. Could I get your address, please, John? Um, I'd rather not, since you guys Don't have it already. Don't your address. You can't speak. And I get so much uh, property damage and eggs and everything else from fun people and their friends. John, to be on you the need scoreboard. to give your address. All right, I live on speak. Fifth Street. Excuse me? I live on Fifth Street. House number? Thank you. <clears throat> All right. So are our kids safe? Um, Effective tonight, the school board will enforce the following guidelines. Open forum participants are prohibited from calling out or addressing any individual school board or school district staff member. If this occurs, open forum will be closed and the individual will not be allowed to participate in future open forums. Crowd noise or any sort of grandstanding during open forum, including applause, talking, hollering, or any outbursts will result an open forum being closed. Further, beginning at the November 1st school board meeting, open forum participation will be limited to those individuals who wish to speak to an item on the board agenda. The board agenda is always made available the Thursday prior to our meetings and they are always on the district website. 
So because of tyrants like Merrick Garland who enlists the FBI to investigate innocent people speaking at school board meetings like that one, this woman now feels licensed to say that this meeting does not belong to the public. How does it not belong to the public when the public pays for the meeting? Second of all, she sits there and makes this man give his street address publicly over the airways so that anybody and everybody can get it and do whatever they want. Obviously things have already happened to the man's house and doesn't want to give it. See, this is what happens when tyranny is licensed, when lawlessness is licensed. See, this is why Joe Biden feels like he can issue a vaccine mandate to private companies and to states via not going through the Congress and making it a law, not going through the Senate and making it a law, not maybe having to challenge a law being made in the Supreme Court. No, he just by executive fiat empowers the Labor Department through OSHA to issue a mandate to private companies saying that if you have over 100 employees, you must force them all to vaccinate at the detriment of their job if they do not. This is what happens. Which one's the chicken and which one's the egg? I do not know. But lawlessness begets lawlessness. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, Three-sided story tweet. All these people. Now, this is what I'm talking about. We are not losing. We are actually winning. It's just not being reported. That's why, listen, you've got to follow the right people. I appreciate you all following me. You've got to make sure that you're watching people like Tucker. You need to be watching Dan Bongino, Steve Bannon, people who actually report these things. Because this is the actual factual data. Little rhyme there, actual factual. Actual factual data is what you're hearing right now. You will not see this on the mainstream media. All these people came to church tonight to learn more about homeschooling. Look at that. It's not even a church service. Those are people that are filling a church to learn about homeschooling. This is how you win. Because, you see, even that local school just down the road from your house, they're actually funded. Not I don't necessarily want to say primarily by federal dollars, but a lot by the National Education Association by federal dollars. I think NEA, I think, is the is the, uh, is the union for teachers, so I take that part back. But anyway, but by the federal, whatever the, I can't remember what it is now, national, national, I can't remember what it is, whatever the federal National Education Association federally is for the federal government. But they receive federal dollars per student. So the more students that we yank out of the schools, the more the schools lose lose their money. Now, will a teacher think twice about pushing CRT on your students if her job is at stake? Yes, she will. This is how you fight. Pull your kid. If you're somebody right now who has the time, pull your kid. If you are somebody who can make the time, pull your kid today. Pull your kid out of the public school. Let's hit them hard. If you see a company cave and mandate to their employees that they must vaccinate or be fired, pull your dollars from that company, even if it costs you more to shop somewhere else. 
This is how we win. If you have an NFL Sunday ticket, what are you thinking? Pull your money today. This is how we will win. This is what gets their attention. All right, let's go to the next thing. This is representative. This is a representative Matt Gates video. Chris Salcedo again, hearkening back to Merrick Garland, our corrupt attorney general who is nothing more. He is nothing more than Joe Biden's puppet with Joe Biden's hand firmly, firmly erupted up his puppet shoot. That's who Merrick Garland is. So this is this is a story about Matt Gates told to you by Chris Salcedo at Newsmax. Listen closely to it. Play it for me. The anti-American leftists who now run the Department of Justice made sure that relatively swift justice was dispensed when someone threatened a socialist member of Congress. If real Americans worked at the Department of Justice, you would expect the same treatment when threats are issued at conservative Republicans, especially in the wake of a vicious attack from a Bernie Sanders supporter where he opened fire on unarmed Republican congressmen practicing on a baseball field, nearly taking the life of Congressman Steve Scalise. On January 9th, a left-wing lunatic threatened conservative Congressman Matt Gates and threatened to kill one of his children. The threat came via voicemail, not text message, and was a direct threat to the congressman. Tell Matt Gates to watch his back. Tell him to watch his children. Tell him to watch everyone. I'm coming for him. He's going to die. He's a despicable tyrant, and I'm going to kill him. Watch your back. I'm coming for you. I'm going to put a bullet in you. I'm going to put a bullet in one of your kids, too. I hate you. Again, this threat was made on January 9th of this year. So if the DOJ was applying the law equally, if they took threats against members of Congress from both political parties equally seriously, you'd expect Eugene Hulsman there, the man issuing the threat, to be arrested on January 29th or thereabouts. Merrick Garland's Department of Justice arrested Mr. Hulsman last week, the third week of October. Equal justice under the law? Hardly. Oh, by the way, not one socialist Democrat has called out this Department of Justice for this obvious double standard. Why would they? It advantages them politically. And one last thing. This story is getting very little press because Hulsman is a longtime member of the media. He worked behind the camera for left-wing networks like ABC, NBC, and CNN. It's plain to see what's being done here. Permanent Washington wants you afraid. If you are a pro-American conservative, they want you afraid. They want you living in fear if you have the crazy idea that, in America, the people rule. They want you afraid if you think that your kids belong to you and not the state. They want you cowering in fear if you are a Republican conservative in the Congress. They want you to know that they are willing to leave threats to Republican lawmakers to go unpunished for a while to send a message to you. In short, left-wingers who have infested our government want to criminalize conservatism. Here's the kick in the... So under Merrick Garland's system, a threat, which by the way, I was a cop for 25 years, threats over the phone are always a crime in the state of Florida, of which that's where Matt Gates lives. Don't know exactly where this crime occurred, whether it was D.C. or Florida, but it was obviously a crime because Eugene Ullsman was actually arrested. But remember... The offense occurred with a recording, which is as good as a video, a recording with, I'm sure, a number attached to it because I'm sure Eugene is not exactly breaking the century mark in IQ. 
So, so the offense occurred in January of this year and the, and the arrest occurred this month. That is, that is our current justice system. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, almost 10 months. It took the gelding Garrick, uh, uh, Merrick Garland to make an arrest of a, of somebody making a threat to kill the congressman and kill his children on a recording took him 10 months to actually make that arrest. Now he gets a letter referred to him by Joe Biden from the national school board association with no actual threats saying that there is threats. He never reads the actual threats because there are none and never even bothered to see out of the 20, 20, 20 incidences. Remember in a country of 350 million people alleged 20 incidences, 15 of which have no semblance of violence whatsoever of which he never read any of those. He then enlists the FBI to create a national database and do a national investigation into threats that never occurred. But it takes him when he actually has a threat to a sitting member of Congress. He does nothing for 10 months. And finally, this is a guy who actually said, I am going to kill you. I am going to kill your children to Matt Gates on a recording, a former CNN staffer. Funny how that works. The Clinton news network staffer, Eugene Ullsman, nothing happens to him whatsoever for 10 months. But if you wear, and, and again, here's their thing with Merrick Garland, the threat, they always say the number one threat to America is what white supremacist terrorism. Where is it? As the National School Board Association memo that he wrote, and let me just tell you this too about the National National Association of School Board memo that they sent. They have since, you can pull it up, it's all over Twitter. I never got to it on Tuesday, but I had it, I had it, but I didn't have time to get to it. The National School Board Association has since rescinded their letter and apologized for ever sending it because of what's happened to parents. Now you'd think that Merrick Garland, right at that moment, since the very person who started, who was the precipitating factor to him creating a national database and a national investigation into incidences that have never occurred and never will, you'd think that since the purveyor of that report or of that alleged need says that we're sorry, we never should have requested any help and we were wrong. Since they took it back, you think that he would then rescind the national database and rescind the investigation. But has he absolutely freaking not? Because that's not who these people are. And where is the white supremacist terrorism exactly? I'd just like to know. Send me, send me the videos. I can send you countless videos of black Americans attacking countless other people via black lives matter or white Americans that are Democrats and members of Antifa attacking all sorts of people. Where exactly is the white supremacist terrorism? Again, see, that's their thing. COVID is an existential threat to your life. Bullface lie. Vaccines will prevent you from getting COVID. Bullface lie. Vaccines will prevent you from spreading COVID. Bullface lie. Vaccines will prevent you from being hospitalized or dying of COVID. Bullface lie. In the UK, in October, from the first week of October 
through the second week of October, 3,000 people in Great Britain allegedly have died of COVID. 75% of them were fully vaxxed. That's absolute facts. In the year before, in that exact same time frame, week 36 to 39, 571 people died of COVID. So without the vaccinations, 571 died. With the vaccinations, 3,026 died. 75% are fully vaccinated. They lie. That's all they do is lie. And what they depend on is people being destroyed for lack of knowledge. Just like Hosea 4, 6 says, when God was speaking to the children of Israel, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. You will no longer be a priest to me. You need to be, 2 Timothy 2.15, study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. They depend on people staying galactically ignorant and politically agenda-driven. That's what they depend on. All right, back to this. We're going to change up now, looking at our supply chain. Which, again, I want to say this. I have never seen anything like this in my lifetime. Born 1968, right here, Redondo Beach, California. 53 years on earth. I'm not right, not in Redondo Beach right here right now. But I was born right here in the United States. Obviously, Redondo Beach, California, 1968, currently sitting in Inglewood, Florida. Right here in my office at Foundation Church. So I, I, over this last 20 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, I have said this, I do not, I do not know. An incalculable amount of times, I have never, quote, I have never seen that before, unquote. And this is, these are things that I have never seen before. I've said this a couple times on the podcast here in Florida during hurricane season when hurricanes are seemingly approaching, which I just have to say this. You know, they predicted, of course, they're liars. Climate change, this was supposed to be the worst hurricane season in a long, long time. Nothing, nothing. But this, during hurricane season, you'll see some empty shelves from people and going and collecting up water and collecting up some essentials. But that's it. I've never seen in a non-hurricane season, and most of you don't have hurricane seasons, so you've never seen in your lifetime. And you Democrats, why don't you just be honest with yourself and admit you've never seen this before either. And again, just simply, let's just do simple comparisons. Did, were, were there any empty shelves under Donald Trump? Absolutely not. Did we have ships stacked up offshore? 93 was the last count. Waiting up from a week to a month to be able to dock and unload. Never, never in the history of my, in history of my existence here in the United States of 53 years, never have I seen anything like this. Let's listen to Tucker. Play it for me. Less than a year into the Joe Biden administration, the United States faces massive and potentially dangerous shortages of just about everything. Just this week, one of the largest healthcare providers in the Western United States, it's called Intermountain Healthcare, began soliciting help from its own patients. According to a local news report, officials at Intermountain Healthcare were urging people to, quote, check their closets, attics, and garages for used metal crutches and other walk-assist equipment. Dr. Joseph Kamarath runs Intermountain's physical rehab operation in the state of Utah. I've never seen this, he said. I've practiced healthcare in various continents. I recently moved from the Middle East. 
Every time I come back to practice healthcare in North America, I'm so grateful for our supply chain that we take for granted. And now all of a sudden, we can see that we can't order anymore. Can't order anymore. Not a small thing when you run a hospital. Multiply that story times an entire continent and you begin to understand the current state of the American economy. Hospitals begging for medical equipment. Essential goods unavailable everywhere. Supply chains frozen just months before Christmas. It's not improving. It could get much worse very quickly. Here's a snapshot of where we are tonight. The supply chain issue could be hitting your Thanksgiving table this year. Grocery stores are warning that they're expecting a shortage of turkeys. Stores are starting to see shortages of items such as pet food, frozen food, and diapers. Doug Fabioli has spent nearly two decades in Loudoun County as a winemaker, but a lack of bottles nationwide could put his supply at risk. A shortage of ketchup is impacting restaurants around the country. Quantities of single-serve packets have dwindled during the pandemic, leaving the tomato-based paste in short supply. But there are certainly shortages of everything from bread to potato chips and even toilet paper. Suddenly you just can't buy the stuff you want. Book publishers are having trouble getting paper. Car companies can't buy computer chips. Builders are having trouble getting lumber. Container ships in port are waiting for days to be unloaded. Yeah, it's everything. Diapers, pet food, ketchup, bread, etc., etc., etc. Let's go, Brandon. That's Joe Biden for you right there. Never seen that before. It's amazing to me that there's not an uprising inside the Democratic Party. Just so you know, all of you middle class Democrats that voted for Joe Biden, uh, these are your store shelves too, by the way. Just letting you know. And just be honest with yourself now. Did this ever happen under Donald Trump? Absolutely not. Not ever. And you do again have to broach the question, is this on purpose? Is Joe Biden simply a puppet for the World Economic Forum trying to collapse the United States economy so that we are nothing more than a gelding country ready for the World Economic Forum to take over. Who knows? When the evidence is there, more and more we will report it, of course. So you have a trucking situation, and Joe Biden's solution is, and it's not just trucking, but just moving off of shipping for a minute. One of the main problems with shipping is the international cost of fuel because you have all these people again espousing the lie of climate change but moving off of shipping for just a second so you move into trucking joe biden's solution for trucking is let's eliminate 37 more not 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 where we're at now we're not down 37 percent now we're down many probably 20 30 percent now but on top of that let's eliminate 37 percent more truckers from the workforce. Here's Tim Pool. Play it for me. But they say, report, 38,000 cross-border truckers will immediately exit due to vaccine mandate. Now, typically, I don't like using sources if I don't know anything about them. But here's the thing. We have another story from CNBC. Business groups ask White House to delay Biden COVID vaccine mandate until after the holidays. I love it as if that will alleviate things. Just do it after the holidays, then let everything get bad. Basically, we're going to cut and run. Please, will you let us make as much money as possible over the holidays and then nuke the economy? Anyway, in this story, 
They talk about the American Trucking Association. Let me just make sure I can pull it up right away. They say this. The American Trucking Association in its letter last week also asked the administration to consider exempting truckers from the mandate, arguing that drivers are similar to remote workers because they do not interact with each other with with another uh, with another employee for days or weeks at a time. They go on to say that they expect a mass wave of resignations. Maybe I should just pull that one up too. They expect a wave of resi- resignations should the vaccine mandate be implemented. I should probably, yeah. They say OMB officials have, have, have several meetings lined up Monday and Tuesday with groups representing dentists, trucking companies, staffing companies. The American Trucking Associations will meet with the OMB on Tuesday. They warned the administration last week that many drivers will likely quit rather than get vaccinated, further disrupting the national supply chain at a time when the industry is already short 80,000 drivers. The Trucking Association estimates companies covered by the mandate could lose 37% of drivers (laughs) through retirements, resignations, and workers switching to smaller companies not covered by the requirements. So you're down tens of thousands of truckers. You have a national supply shortage. Joe Biden's solution, let's lower it another 37%. That's how Joe Biden is. That's who these people are. Until This is why it has to kick them in their own figurative teeth. When it hits them, you know, Jen Psaki mockingly goes up, goes and says at the press briefing, oh, the, the tragedy of the late treadmill. Yeah, because that doesn't bother her. There are things that will eventually bother her. Eventually, it will reach them. And I, again, I just, I will never understand how people, Right now, maybe there's somebody that's watching this. I know that I'm mainly preaching to the choir, but maybe you're somebody that voted for Joe Biden. How in the world are you sitting there and defending this? You've never seen this before in your life, ever. You have never seen empty store shelves in America. We are starting to look like Venezuela. All right, Tucker goes on. Play the next one for me. Gainer. Cost of a shipping container from China to L.A. is 16000 up 330% from a year ago. And once here, the trucking rate per mile is up 23%, not including fuel. So trucking costs, just one link in a very long and quite complex chain, trucking costs up nearly 25%, not including fuel. Yeah, so get rid of another 30% of the truckers, right? That's what you do if you're Joe Biden. That's the solution of the Democratic Party. I don't know what to say. I hearken back to Scripture. John chapter 8, verse 45. Because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. Because I tell you the truth, you still vote for Joe Biden? You know, I said this last night. I had the privilege of speaking at Rodney Howard Brown's conference for about 30 or 40 minutes last night. At the Convergence, you need to be watching that great, awesome Christian conference with the man who got arrested for keeping his church open. But I had, I just, I had the privilege of it, and I just, and I was speaking about this, and I just was like, I will never understand how you can see the truth plainly in front of you. Maybe you're a COVID caving pastor, a mask wearer, a, a a pastor pimping vaccines. How is it that you? Don't you see the truth right in front of your eyes? The proliferation of vaccine passports around the globe, and yet you still justify your COVID capitulation. If you're a Democrat and you see empty store shelves, did you see the price of shipping? 
Was it three? Am I remembering this right, guys? Was it up three hundred percent? Do you guys remember? I don't. I just. I don't want to say it wrong, but I believe the video said that from a year ago, the ship, our shipping costs are now up a three hundred percent in one year, from Joe Biden to Donald Trump, three hundred percent in a year, and yet you still justify voting for Democrats eventually just so you know this is coming for you if it hasn't already landed on your doorstep yeah there we go Aaron put it on my screen I can see it you can't it's up 300 percent yeah six up sixteen thousand dollars up 330 percent there we go thank you guys are the best right here Joe Biden up 330% to bring one of those shipping containers. Looks like a Lego block. 330% up from when Donald Trump was president. And yet you vote for Joe Biden. Truly, and listen, all of you COVID caving Christians, don't tell me about how you can't stand Joe Biden when you were quarantining in your houses, when you locked down your churches, when you strapped masks on your face, and when you dove a needle into your arm with an mRNA experimental gene therapy vaccine. Don't tell me because here's the thing. You're doing everything Joe Biden tells you to do. Everything Joe Biden tells you to do, you have done. Well, I don't do it anymore. Have you repented? Have you actually said these words? Three words. I was wrong. Have you ever said that? Or are you a COVID-caving pastor that has simply reopened his church? Are you a COVID-caving Christian that has simply just gone back to church now and pretended like you never caved and ushered Joe Biden into the presidency by your caving? Because we wouldn't be president right now if it wasn't for the church caving. And Donald Trump bears responsibility too by listening to the demonic little sulfur-filled lawn dwarf named Anthony Fauci. I right, play the last Tucker Carlson for me. Ahead. And by the way, it's not just fuel. Go ahead and try and build something right now. We dare you. The following construction materials have now been listed as, quote, delayed, meaning very tough to get. They include adhesives, appliances, copper, drywall, electrical equipment, fabricated metals, furniture, HVAC equipment, lumber, PVC pipe, steel, and so on. Essentially, pretty much everything. Good luck fixing your house. Or for that matter, filling your fridge. Many common goods, the ones you bought in the grocery store last year without thinking about, are now effectively luxury items. The statistics are staggering, showing food prices rose 4.6% this year compared to last year. And when it's broken down to specific food items, the numbers are even higher, with dramatic increases in meat, poultry, fish, and eggs, ringing in at almost 10.5% more. Way to go, Democrats. Way to go. Nice job. Fantastic work. And just if you're somebody that caved to COVID, the same cheer goes for you, no matter what your political persuasion. Especially if you're a Christian. Those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. You did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. You received the spirit of sonship, and by, by him we cry out, Abba, Father. You did not receive a, a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. If you were fearful, those who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. And you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. So if you were quarantining, oh, I wasn't really scared of it myself. I was doing it for others. Fear. 
That's all that it was. And that's, and you ushered in Joe Biden. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, simply just acting like you never caved is not good enough. You must repent and join my side. Those of us who have never caved and never will, you are welcome in. You will never even bring it up again. Simply repent. You are welcome into the fight, but you're not welcome unless you repent because we don't know if you'll cave to the next hoax. The next hoax will be, as I said, farting, cow farts, people farts, global warming. They're going to say, oh, you know what? There's a lot of methane in the air today. Must be an overabundance of people farting and cow farting. Better lock down for two weeks. There'll be a moratorium on beans so that people stop farting and you'll buy right into it. As an evangelical Christian, you'll be out protesting against bean buying. You know you will. You've already done it. You put your mask on. You took your COVID jab. You locked down your church. If they put out an anti-fart agenda via banning the selling of beans and, and did a national buyback of beans, you would participate. Don't say you wouldn't because that's no more of a threat. Beans are no more of a threat to you. (laughs) Climate change is no more of a threat. Listen, I know that COVID kills some people. I get it. But but if you look at it in comparison, they both say this is going to end the world, right? It's all lies. 0.1% post-infection death rate of COVID. Less than the flu from 0 to 50 years of age. COVID is less virulent than the flu. Where do you get that from? The latest Ioannidis Stanford study. So believe me, you would participate in an anti-fart agenda if you are somebody who, who quarantined in your house and puts masks on your face. Of which none of it works anyway. 76% of COVID cases are caught in one's own home. And then they tell you to lock down there. They close beaches where the most healthy thing you can do is get, what is it from the sun? Vitamin E or vitamin D? Is vitamin D from the sun to fight off virulent illnesses. And then they close the beaches. These people are not looking out for your health. They're looking to control you. All right, Christina uh, Puchow. Spokesperson for Ron DeSantis. And this is from Grady Judd, Sheriff Polk County. A little five-year-old beautiful baby baby was crushed to death. Sheriff Grady Judd told Tampa Bay's WTVT, had he been in his home country last Saturday night, like he should have been, our five-year-old beautiful little girl would have been alive. Joe Biden owns all of these deaths. Their blood is on his hands. We have record numbers of people to the tune of 200,000 caught per month. There's one to five times as many actually crossing. 200,000, it was 210,000 caught in September. To On average, 200,000 per month, which every month is a new record. Caught at the border. 
illegally crossing at which time, none of which are vaccinated, none of which are PCR tested, none of which are masked, none of them are taking any COVID medication, medi- uh, mitigations or taking any COVID mitigations. None of them are on ivermectin, nothing. And Joe Biden loads them onto buses and planes and sends them out by the hundreds of thousands per month into communities right near you. But allegedly, now you can't cross. If you flew out of the United States as a United States citizen and you want to fly back in, you have to have a negative COVID test. But not if you want to illegally cross the border. That's that's the sense that these people make. That's the sense that liars make. In every single one of these deaths, when they sit there and they call you a racist because you do not want illegals in the country, I flat out tell you right now, unashamedly, I do not want illegals in this country. Legal immigration, fine. By the way, we let in over 1 million legal immigrants per year. And that's not just, that's actually chain migration. Because per each one of those, there's at least another one attached to the legal immigrants. So you're looking at one to three million legally immigrate immigrate into the United States every year. And Joe Biden lets in another minimum. These are the ones who are caught 1.7 to 2 million this year. And now you have a little baby girl crushed to death because an illegal immigrant was in the country. These are hundreds. There are hundreds of these stories and they are owned by the left, the Democratic Party. All right, Tucker Carlson, again, this was just a great show. I had to take a lot of clips from it. This one's about 30 seconds long. We're into looking at the Biden economy, the Biden presidency, numerous little stories here. Tucker Carlson tonight, this is about Southwest Airlines. Play it for me. You may have trouble getting a flight. Southwest Airlines, we brought you this story repeatedly, is continuing to see canceled flights. We just got this text from someone at the company. Quote, Southwest still canceling or severely delaying over a thousand flights daily due to crew non-compliance. As an example, this past Saturday saw 1,352 cancellations or delays. In Dallas alone, we have over half the baggage handlers not coming to work. Again, these are the people who are being targeted for pain by the administration. Yeah, it's just a, it's just an act. It's just acts of retribution against blue collar Americans of all races because blue collar Americans, black, white, Hispanic, mainly voted for Donald Trump. And this is acts of retribution because it's never been about your health. It's never been about your welfare. It's never been about your economics. It's been about their own personal bourgeois elitist WEH agenda. That's all that it's about. Galloping gay tweet, head exploding yet, $450,000 Per person, this is what the, the look at the bottom. The U.S. is in talks. In talks with who? Who would you be in talks with about this? To offer immigrant families separated at the border in 2018, four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a person in, in compensation. People familiar with the matter say this is according to the Wall Street Journal. Four hundred fifty thousand dollars for people. Now every single day. Joe Biden, Joe Biden right now, right at this very moment, has 13,000 kids in cages. Trump's grand total, the highest he was ever at, ever, was 2,500. 
That's the highest Trump was ever at from 2016 through 2020. Donald Trump's max was around 2000. Joe Biden right now has six times that plus. Six times. Go ahead, brother. Six times. There's AOC crying over over, uh, 2,500 alleged kids in cages. Now there's 13,000 and AOC hasn't stepped foot anywhere near the border. See how these people are? If it does not help them, now she's going to, she is or will be, probably already is, a multimillionaire. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after they bear from the faith. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. That's all that counts to these people. So if AOC can gain financially, if Pfizer can gain financially, if the Democratic Party can gain financially, they will proliferate any lie. That's how it works. That is, the world is very, very simple. And most people believe what they're told instead of looking into it themselves. They just believe what they're told. That's why most Christians cave to COVID. They've never, ever read the Bible themselves. And I'm not talking about you read our daily bread every day for 4.7 minutes. I'm talking about you actually know what's in the word of God. If you actually knew what Romans chapter 13 was talking about. You would never have closed your churches if you had any semblance of understanding of the Bible. And that's what these liars depend on, is people not looking into it. 13,000 kids in cages right now. But Joe Biden is allegedly Mr. Robin Hood going back and stealing from the rich and giving to the poor, right? So he goes back to the Trump administration and says he's going to pay families for all intents and purposes, $500,000 per person if you were separated at the border. Does he not realize that we are $30 trillion in debt? Oh, every day we're buying this, we're buying that. $30 trillion in debt right now. $30 trillion in debt. Apropos headline, head exploding yet. Jesse Kelly tweet. This is random things about the Biden administration. I just threw them together. Reminder, don't ever want people to forget, just like we don't want to forget the 13 soldiers that were blown up at the Abbey Gate, all the while Lloyd Austin and Mark Milley and Joe Biden knew 12 hours in advance the bomber was coming. 12 hours in advance, they knew, but let our soldiers sit there anyway and get blown up by a single bomber, a unibomber. Reminder, we incinerate now in response to, again, they cause the problem and then offer their solution. So, of course, they go and they take retribution. Remember with this, I'll read the article, I'll read the headline first. We incinerated these innocent people with a Reaper drone. That's a war crime. Absolutely true. And if some barbarian from the Taliban killed these people with a bayonet, you'd call it a war crime and and you'd want a trial. Not one American general or politician has resigned. Mark Milley's still in office. Lloyd Austin is still defense secretary. General McKenzie is still CENTCOM commander that oversaw the blowing up of these 10 people. Look at all those little children. And you remember the lies that they told at first? They said they were asked by the media, why was it such a firestorm? Jesse Kelly describes it correctly as an incineration. Because there was this giant firestorm that went along with the bombing. And Mark Milley, bold-faced, freaking lied. And said to everybody, well, we believe that they were carrying uh, flammable materials to make bombs with. No evidence. That was a completely, and that was a, that was a family that actually was an aid family. It was somebody that gives out aid to the community. 
He was carrying water bottles and they incinerated these people. We need not forget. All right, let's look at some COVID stuff. Back to Tucker Carlson again. I just took his monologue from last night and I just cut it up into a bunch of pieces because it was just too good to resist. Play it for me. And spat on a woman live during our show. You can see the moist projectile on your screen right now. It was a spit and run operation. You'll notice the terror in the woman's eyes as the spit comes at her. Now, we don't know this woman's name, this patient zero, if you will, but we would love to hear her story. So she was invited on our show to relive the trauma. So then once again, like I played the video at the beginning of the show, you have Joe Biden pressing in face to face right there within inches of people's face. So what exactly has changed? The man was fully masked on his way to that event, fully masked walking out to the helicopter or plane, fully masked everywhere else all week long. And now he's in this event. Yeah. Can you play there? Just side by side it and mute it. Here he is at this event. Look at him. There he is. Look how close he is. to the, There comes the spit. Where if he was actually scared of COVID, like he says that he is, he's already got his booster. He knows allegedly that the vax can transmit the virus. The, va- the vaccinated can also catch the virus. The vaccinated can actually die of the virus. The vaccinated can be hospitalized, hospitalized by the virus. And there he is. So it simple evidence. I don't understand you Democrats. I don't understand COVID caving Christians. When you see that they are not afraid at all of that, which they're telling you to be afraid of, then why are you afraid? And why would you ever obey? I never have. I've never social distance. I've never put a mask on my face. I never locked down my church. My life never changed one iota. I saw these people. Not to mention, I said it earlier, those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. I knew in my spirit that this was a demonic hoax response. And then I knew by factual data that it was a manufactured virus paid for by Bill Gates, paid for by Anthony Fauci, paid for by Peter Daszak and the EcoHealth Alliance, paid for by the Democratic Party, paid for to fund gain-of-function research, which now has been eradicated from the NIH website mysteriously. These people aren't afraid. So why are you afraid of that, which that, of, of that which they're not afraid of, but they're telling you to be afraid of? Why are you afraid of it? And I know, again, that I'm preaching to the choir. Like and share this video as much as you can. We're always getting banned. We're always getting shadow banned. So let's try to overcome it. Those of you on Rumble, please share this video. The bigger Rumble audience we can get, the better. Those are true conservatives. Rumble just bought out. Uh, I can't remember the name. of yeah, uh, On Locals, right? Yeah. So Rumble just bought out Locals. So Rumble's getting bigger. Rumble's getting better. So let's please, as much as you can, like and share this all over Rumble. All right, Americanka video. Breaking CDC will require kids to mask even if vaccinated. Here's the little demon 
Rochelle Walensky, play for me. And recommendations from CDC, we will be working to scale up pediatric vaccination. That said, it will take some time. And as I just noted, as we head into these winter months, we know we cannot be complacent. We also know that um, from previous data that that schools that have had masks in place were three and a half times less likely to have school outbreaks requiring school closure. So right now we are going to continue to um, recommend masks in all schools for all um, people in those schools. And we will look forward to scaling up pediatric vaccination during this period of time. So kids don't catch COVID. They're not significant vectors of COVID. Every study has shown that. Kids don't die of COVID. Kids don't get severe illness. Kids don't spread COVID. But yet, even after they're vaccinated with their miracle vaccine, they have to be masked. So here's the thing. What they are, what these people are, are power perverts. They don't want to let go of anything. They lie to you and say, well, once you cross this line, Peppermint Patty with the football for Charlie Brown, once you cross this line, then we will pull back our tyranny. The problem is you cannot comply your way out of tyranny. So when you're a power pervert, like Rochelle Walensky and Joe Biden, Klaus Schwab and all the rest of the globalists, when you are a power pervert, you cannot give up one ounce of your control because you are a masochistic pervert. If you give, you're afraid that if I give them an inch and they're just going to keep getting free. So you know what? We told them once they're vaccinated, that they can unmask. But that we knew that was a lie the whole time because we're not going to give up that masking. We're not giving up. Now, they themselves, like they did at the G7 summit where you saw Boris Johnson, Angela Merkel, Joe Biden, all hugging Justin Trudeau, all hugging on each other, loving on each other, basically having an orgy of globalist tyranny without a mask in sight because they themselves are not at all afraid of that which they're telling you to be terrified of and put their edicts in place so that it mandates that you're compliant to that which they're telling you to be terrified of, even if you're not. They cannot give up their power perverted masks even after you're vaccinated. And here's the response from the Florida Attorney General. He's got a big future. Play it for me. I want you guys to step back for a moment from what you hear sort of constantly on TV. And just very briefly, in terms of the data that uh, that supports mask use in kids and mandates for masks in kids, it is very weak, and that's a fact. But there's a substantial gap between the quality of the data out there supporting masks in kids, yielding any benefit for kids whatsoever, factual, and the what we're hearing from some of our public health leadership in other states and nationally. In Florida, we're going to stay close to the data. And we're going to let you know how we feel about the data. And the data do not support any clinical benefit for children in schools with mask mandates. The highest quality data find no evidence of benefit. And, and, that's how, and we're going to stick with that because that's what the data show. Um, and the other thing I'll just add is that, you know, as a parent, hearing the stories of other parents and what they're going through and seeing other parents around the country, these are impossible situations parents are being put in. Putting a mask, something on the face of your child, is that's a parent's decision. It's not a school's decision. It's not a school board's decision. It's not a governor's decision. It's, it's no one else's decision except for the parent. And parents are being placed in these impossible situations related to the health of their children. Um, I'm here to help support parents. So everybody must be dying in Florida then, right? Because they're going against Rochelle Walensky, the head of the CDC. By the way, who's never treated a patient. 
She's a college professor. That's all that she is. So everybody must be dying in Florida then. Well, let's look. Florida has the lowest case rate in the United States of COVID. No lockdowns, no vaccine mandates, nothing. No masks. Matter of fact, if you override the governor, which he recently did, you override the governor and you force kids to wear masks in your school district, he'll take your money from you. How do you like that? How do you like them apples? That's what true leadership is. That is a leader who has not been clipped. That's a leader who is not a gelding or a harem eunuch. Unlike all the other beta males you see jumping around that are our church pastors and democratic politicians. Florida has the lowest COVID case rate in the United States. No lockdowns, no masks, no vaccine mandates, period. California, on the other hand, got this off of uh, breaking 9-11. California ready, readies 4,000 sites to administer 1.2 million COVID-19 vaccinations to kids 5 to 11. Woo! Yavol, ya commandant! How this doesn't absolutely rivet the soul of Democrats. I don't. What happened to you, Democrats? Remember when you used to be against the man? Remember that? And now you march in lockstep with the man and all of the giant corporate entities. You are a bunch of frauds and cowards. That's all that you are. All right. No, never, no surrender 200 video. Where is the emergency for children anyway? Play it for me. So, Dr. Alexander, what of this? This is bizarre. Yes, and uh, I agree with you, and thanks for having me again, Laura. Um, The science doesn't support vaccinating uh, persons under 19 for COVID, and this is illogical and I think reckless and dangerous. The reality is that these vaccine developers, the CDC, the FDA, they must put liability protection on the table because they are the only ones in this situation who are protected, not the children. And I think this is going to be a very dangerous situation. We knew, Laura, we knew, as you just explained, for 15 months now, the children are very little risk of acquiring infection in the first place, of transmitting to other children, of taking it home. We have the Sweden study, Ludvigsen, where they looked at 2 million Swede kids under 16, no instances of death. We have the French Alps study, where Daniel Settal showed that one child exposed to 150 other children, no secondary transmission. Children do not drive at home like seasonal influenza. Children do not get severely ill and children do not die. So I think this is a very reckless, and Dr. Fauci, Dr. Walensky, and Dr. Francis Collins, no one has yet come to the table and told the American people and prosecuted this case as to why our children must be vaccinated. There's absolutely, these vaccines provide no opportunity for benefit, only opportunity for harm for children. There's absolutely no science behind vaccinating a child. The child is seven to 20 times more likely to die of the flu than COVID-19. And we've never seen a national campaign to vaccinate kids for flu ever. And they're seven to 20 times more likely to die of the flu. That is an absolute fact. Absolute fact. There is no science, but again, it behind vaccinating kids, there is no science behind it at all. But again, it comes down to these power pervs. We want your kids. You will get if, you, if they don't give it. If they don't give us their kids, then we might be losing our power perverted control. So we've got to do all that we can to get a hold of their kids. You see how it works? That's what it's about. Because what it's truly about from day one. 
And you may think this is conspiracy theory. I invite you all to go to the World Economic Forum and Great Reset websites. It is not. All of the major power players on the planet go to Davos, Switzerland every year with Klaus Schwab and listen to his absolute heresy. Every single year. That's what it's about. And they're all a bunch of globalist, elitist, bourgeois snobs who want to own everything and you'll own nothing and be happy and they will rent you your clothes to wear and your food to eat. While they gather their trillions and billions while you serve them. That's the goal. The exact opposite of Christianity, which is Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Aaron Ginn tweet. Here's the other lies. It's all lies. Scott Gottlieb, notorious vaccine whore and pimp himself, who goes all over all the liberal channels pimping and whoring vaccines, while he himself, as a, as a medical doctor, while he himself sits on the Pfizer board, never mentions that during any of his interviews. But he himself said, how did we come up with the six-foot rule? They just made it up. Social distancing? That everybody, oh, you're, stay six feet away. It means nothing. It means nothing. Just like masking on planes means nothing. We shouldn't need to wear masks on planes, says Aaron Ginn. Here's the article. Risk of coronavirus transmission on board aircraft is lower, I repeat, lower than that for most other indoor environments, according to a paper presented to a high-level ACAO conference on aviation recovery from the pandemic. The, the ICAO conference running from 1222 to whatever, running through October, is aiming to reach a global consensus on multilateral approach to enabling safe and efficient recovery from the crisis. You want to know a safe and efficient re recovery? Go to Scandinavian Airlines. No masks, no vax mandates. Get on the plane, fly to where you want to go. Norway's wide open, Denmark's wide open, Sweden's wide open, no vaccinations, no masks, nothing. And you know what their COVID rate is? Zero. Statistically, zero. What's it in New York? Under Kathy Hochul. What's it in New Jersey? Under Phil Murphy. What's it in Washington? Under Jay Inslee. What's it in Oregon? Under Kate Brown. What's it in California? Under Gavin Newsom. With all of their mitigations. Because it's never been about anybody's health. Their mitigations are horrific. They do not work at all. If anything, they make it worse. And vaccines have cost between 17 and 62,000 Americans to lose their life. Right now on the VAERS, it says slightly over 17,000 Americans have died exclusively of the vaccine. The Thomas Rents lawsuit alleges another 45,000. And now it comes, it, 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 we come to find out wearing a mask on a plane, completely useless. Now let's look at the impact on the economy of different responses to COVID. Now you won't be able to see that chart. We'll put it on the biggest screen you can, guys. Thank you. Now you see that the largest unemployment rates are at the bottom. You may not be able to see it, so I'll read it to you. The highest unemployment rates in the nation. California voted for Biden, 7.5%. Nevada Voted for Biden, 7.5%. New Jersey, voted for Biden, 7.1%. New York, 7.1%, voted for Biden. New Mexico, 6.9%, voted for Biden. Connecticut, 
Uh, 6.8% voted for Biden. Illinois, 6.8% voted for Biden. Hawaii, 6.6% voted for Biden. Washington, D.C., 6.5% voted for Biden. And finally, you got one that went for Trump at Alaska at 6.2. And then we go right back to Pennsylvania under Tommy Wolf, notorious grandma killer, 6.2%. Those are the facts. That's the impact of hoaxing around with a virus with a 99.9% survival rate. Anthony Fury tweet, British Columbia is postponing surgeries. Why? Because of an outbreak of COVID? Following the government's decision, I repeat, I'm with you guys in Canada. Come on, pray your way out of this mess. British Columbia is postponing surgeries. Why? Following the government's decision to place over 4,000 unvaccinated health workers on unpaid leave. You, uh, listen, you health workers are my heroes. Seriously, stand. You must stand. Listen, put your, if you're not saved, all you need to do is this. Jesus, I receive you as my Lord, as my Savior. I turn from my sin and I receive your lordship. I want to be born again and you are saved. Do that. And then God will supply you with a better job than you have now. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.19. Psalm chapter 2 verse 8 says, Ask of me and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance. He'll give you the Justin Trudeau's as your inheritance. Ask of me and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Put your trust in the Lord God Almighty through the covenant of Jesus Christ and you will be victorious. Now thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph in Christ and maketh manifest the Sabbath of his knowledge by us in every place. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Don't stand alone and be at the mercy of the power perv, Justin Trudeau, politicians. Put your faith and your trust and your confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ and he will come through for you with a better job than you've ever had before. It will do, he will do whatever it takes. I was young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. Psalm 37, 25, he will never let you down. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. That you through his poverty might become rich. I don't believe in prosperity. Well, then you don't believe the word of God. He wants you to prosper and do better than you've ever had. You lose your health care job. He will find a better one for you. Stand. Stand therefore. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand. And do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. Stand in it in Jesus' mighty name. Now let's go on to the next one. Tammy Bruce. Are we Tammy Bruce? Yeah. NIH, strangely, NIH under Francis Collins, who was forced to resign at the first of the year. NIH erases after after lying numerous times about gain of function research. NIH erases website section on gain of function amid Fauci fallout. The audacity of these people is absolutely unfathomable. It's ununderstandable. 
When you have Jen Psaki up there making excuses about supply line shortages, hyperinflation, the disaster in Iraq, I mean, the, exa- the disaster in Afghanistan, and the numerous other Biden atrocities, the audacity of these people is absolutely, uh, you know, I think I just think of a scripture verse. Oh, the depths and riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. Oh, the depths and the poverty of the audacity of these people's ability to stand and lie is truly unbelievable. Truly is. The NIH erases its website. But the good thing about it is people now know. People now know. And that's why we need to pray. And let's pray. Let's pray this right now because I want this to be a proactive time. Lord, we pray right now that you would expose all of this evil that's being done by the leftists in this country. Embarrass them, Lord. For though we walk in the flesh, we're not warring after the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So we pull down the veil right now, hiding their audacity, hiding their abominations, hiding their conceitedness, hiding their high-mindedness, hiding their corruption. We pull the blinders off of the eyes of everyone. Expose them, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Now listen, the people are noticing. This is Congressman Chip Roy, one of the best congressmen in the United States. Play it for me. The NIH had a definition of gain of function on its webpage, which was available as recently as October 19th, just a couple of days ago. It has now been changed entirely. Why would it be changed? Why would the NIH change their gain of function web pages this week. Could it be that Dr. Fauci was caught last week in his exchange by Dr. Rand Paul, my friend and the Senator? Now they don't even say gain of function research on the website. They took it off. It now says EPPP research. Now it says instead of the term gain of function research describes a type of research that modifies a biological agent so that it confers a new or enhanced activity to that agent. It now says, on limited occasions, when justified by compelling public health need and conducted in very high biosecurity laboratories, NIH has supported certain research that may be reasonably anticipated to create transfer or use. Come on. You want to know why the American people don't believe their government? They shouldn't. They shouldn't, Madam Speaker. They shouldn't believe the lies that are coming out of our national health leaders that are endangering the American people as Dr. Fauci's lies have been doing for the better part of 18 months. Why trust an NIH that is, by definition, not being truthful? Closing with this, here's my t-shirt. There you go. In reality, they're not after me, they're after you. I'm just in the way. Trump 2024. Love you all. God bless you. Now listen, I've got a whole bunch of videos stacked up. Most of them are brand new. Stacked up. I sit here and I watch them. I invite you all to stay on and watch these videos with me. Got a few things right afterwards, some church stuff. Try to push out some of our, you know, giving and uh, merch and things like that. But they only last for a minute or two. Stay on. Watch the videos with me. Love you all. Back here Saturday night, 1030. Included in that is the Christian Television Network. Do not miss Love you all. Follow the facts. In Jesus' name, God bless you. See ya. Hey. 
I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lively Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLightly.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLightly.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, please consider investing in the program. Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast, and we will send you this TLP cup. We look forward to you tuning in next week, and thank you for giving.